Welcome back to another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Miley. And I'm Belle. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the Major Graham Mansion in Virginia. Woo woo, the crappier of the two Virginias. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but we're not really kidding. I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All respect to the other Virginia. Kind of. Some respect. <laughs> yeah. Let's I'll get off some. this topic. <laughs> Okay, so the Major Graham Mansion has had a relatively old and pretty dark history. I love dark history. Oh yeah, our favorite. (laughs) So it is no real surprise that it is said to be haunted. The history of the land starts in the 1700s with a tenant named Joseph Baker. Don't all hauntings start in the 1700s? I mean, it makes sense. I mean, like, has anything ever been haunted by like a person from the Bible? Have you ever thought about that? Oh, I've never thought Something about that before. Something going that far back? Or like um, Julius Caesar or like... That would be fun. Or Shakespeare. Does Shakespeare haunt anything? If so, let's go. go there. Yeah, really. But continue. 1700s. <laughs> so Joseph Baker was a slave owner with two of his slaves being named Sam and Bob. Not a but fan of two... this guy already. <laughs> These are two... This I don't know. generic names. Uh, yeah, exactly. I used to be obsessed with the Which, name Bob. Super rude that he named his slaves. I'm sure these people already had names. Well, Does it not have... say? No. That, that Those might have been their actual names. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping. Super horrible he had slaves. Yeah. Yeah, really, it is. So, well, Baker made the mistake of informing them that they would gain their freedom once he died. So, the two decided, hey, you know what? We want to be free. So, they decided to speed up the process by taking an axe to Baker's head and slicing it clean open. They proceeded to submerge his remains in a barrel of moonshine. Real fun times here. Oh my gosh. The slaves were later hanged on the property. So, basically what I'm saying is this is a very good start to the history of this mansion. Yeah, we're already kicking off with three dead people. Woo, fun times. (laughs) Uh, So the land was then purchased from the Crockett family by Squire David Graham. He married Martha Bell Pierce and began building what is now known as the Major Graham Mansion in 1835. They were a a pretty wealthy family. He operated 12 furnaces, a forge, and a grain mill, was part owner of a nearby lead mines, owned 26,000 acres in the Graham's Forge community, and was known as the first ironsmith of Southwest Virginia. Oh my gosh. Pretty successful, I would say. Yeah, he's definitely got money. Um, however, although he had all of these things, oh, Squire was rumored to be a raging alcoholic with a temper. Sounds Which, about right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Makes sense. This unfortunately did not go well with his wife's struggle with depression, who would sometimes go into fits. This is weird. Fits? Yeah. Um, is there an explanation to what a fit is? No, not really. It. <laughs> no, I don't think that there was they didn't really go into any detail, I don't think. I mean, some reports said that it was just depression, but then others said that she would I don't know, just <laughs> go into fits, I guess. I don't really know what that what means, but in the world. Yeah. So, when Squire could no longer put up <laughs> This sounds horrible. But um 
When he could no longer put up with her depression and mental illness, he locked her away in the basement of the house for long, undisclosed amounts of time. Gotta love, you know, mental health awareness in the 1800s. Yeah, really. It makes me think, you know, that book. This is such a spoiler, but this book's been out for like 200 years. <laughs> well, at least 100 years. Uh, I think it's Jane Eyre, where he locks his wife in the attic. <gasps> oh, yeah. Is that Withering Heights? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't it's remember one either. Of, I think it's Jane Eyre. He locks his wife in the attic. I mean, yeah, pretty similar. But then he gets a he gets like a girlfriend. So well, um, oh God, is that how this is unfolding? <laughs> no, as far as I know, he did not have anyone else. Thankfully, okay. he just decided to lock her in the basement and in like, other rooms. Eh, depression, such a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I know, really. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's actually plenty of evidence uh, that this actually happened throughout the house. You can see her signature and initials etched into the windows in one of the bedrooms, and there are scribbles in the basement that are believed to have been made by her. Oh my God, how sad. I know, it's horrible. In what has become known as Martha's Room, there's an etching on a window for February 24th, 1864, with her initials and signature beside it. Martha's spirit is believed to haunt the mansion and pull pranks on guests. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing. Which, what is, her middle name was Belle, wasn't it? Um, yes. lady. Yep. Martha Bell Pierce. There you go. I know. I really enjoyed that little detail in there. I, I would like to think that if I haunted a place, I would also just like to pull pranks on people. That, yeah, that's what I would want to do. I would definitely pull the whole like old school candlestick thing. Like <laughs> just holding a can, like walking yeah. around past windows with candles. <laughs> Mainly because like I was that kid who was obsessed with Scooby-Doo. Oh, so yes. I'd be like... Gotta pull the candlestick. <laughs> Where is it at? You people own a candlestick? I don't feel like it's commonly owned thing anymore. I definitely don't yeah. own. What are they called? Uh, Candelabras? Oh, yes. I don't own one of those. Yeah, I don't think I do either. They're Maybe nice, I should. Though. Maybe we should buy one. Maybe I'll get a ghost. <laughs> That's like a ghost, crossed. ghost trapper. You know, like how the uh, Ghostbusters had the little box? Oh, yeah. That's what candelabras actually are. <laughs> okay. Well, next purchase. There we go. So, Martha and Squire's firstborn son was Major David Pierce Graham, who eventually inherited the mansion, and that is who the mansion is currently named after, because okay. the name of the mansion is Major Graham Mansion. Okay. Many expansions were made on the mansion, especially after Major Graham's birth in 1838, after Martha had four other children. Wait, his first name is Major? Or he is a major. He is a major. Okay. Yeah. His name is David. Yeah. <laughs> his name is David. Okay. Which uh, just reminds second, me. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Ew, David. <laughs> sorry. I can't. <laughs> I didn't realize until just now. But <laughs> anyway, uh, Major Graham joined the Confederate Army in 1861, but was later discharged due to illness and returned from an impressive three-year stint as lieutenant. Hey, hey. Yeah. Uh, he did, however, continue to develop his father's iron business and supplied pig iron to the war effort. He married Nancy Montgomery Tate in 1868. And while he was back, he made many renovations and additions to the mansion, which were quite useful because it became a part office, part meeting place, and part Confederate recovery center. 
This may be why many people have claimed to have encountered ghosts of soldiers in what has become known as the Confederate room. See, that's another like common ghost is soldiers, which I mean, I guess there's like all the ghost theories, I guess, like where they died a violent death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I would consider it tragic. Yeah. So it many would make sense at one time. that like if anything was going to haunt something, it would be something that died like a violent and tragic death and like yeah. unexpected death. Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, I mean, most of these people were young, young men and yeah. middle aged men. I don't think they were. I mean, I assume that they're probably were like, older. I don't know. Did elderly men fight in the um, war? I don't know. The only thing I know about the war is not a lot. I'm not going <laughs> to even try. It makes me think of, you know, well, I mean, like in Mulan, her dad was old and he That's had a true. limp and he was like drafted. <laughs> That's true. I don't know which Mulan is kind of, is it? How accurate is it? Not a clue. I want to say not that it is pretty accurate, but. It is a Disney movie. Disney princess movie. Yeah. What do I know? I don't know. I mean, I know like from the point that you're 18 when you get drafted. Right. Yeah. But I don't know if there's an age cap on that. Yeah, I don't either. I need to watch more Captain America (laughs) than he has on the floor. (laughs) Any excuse to watch Captain America. Yeah, avoid all other war movies unless they are Captain America. Well, getting back to the Confederate room, it is located in the third floor attic and is the biggest secret of the mansion itself. I don't know why. I mean, well, I guess it's because historians believe that Confederate officers held secret meetings in the room and planned battle strategies during the war. So, I mean, I guess that's why it was a secret, (laughs) even though, I don't know, could they not have held it in any other room? And I don't think anybody would necessarily... No. Is it like hidden behind a bookshelf or something? Or is it just pretty obvious? Is it like hidden away? Like trapdoor style? Like I don't think so. Okay. Well then that's again, I don't Obviously it's not much of a secret if you know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess not. I mean you're definitely not a Confederate soldier. (laughs) No. As far as I know, pretty sure. (laughs) You're a woman, you would have been drafted back then. (laughs) You'd been like, You're a nurse. Oh gosh! Bandage some wounds. Um, everybody would have been in some serious trouble because yeah, being blood passed out, mm-mm. either thrown up and or passed out. I get my blood taken the other day. I didn't cry, and I got some <laughs> stickers. So that was fun. Oh my gosh! <laughs> One of the most famous ghosts of the mansion is named Clara. I hate this. This is horrible. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited to hear about <laughs> Just it. Just letting you know. Uh, she was one of the little girls that Major Graham's oh. sister, Betty, secretly tutored in one of the mansion's bedrooms. Yay for female learning. <laughs> yeah, really. That's true. Clara is said to have been a girl orphaned by the Civil War. Betty, I don't really understand this. It, Betty, quote unquote, secretly adopted Clara. I don't. I still don't understand exactly what that means i don't did like multiple kids live in the mansion Uh, i see i'm not exactly sure because it talks about major's sisters i believe there were two at least two Mm -hmm. that i read about and and then betty adopted this orphaned girl that I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah. I was as well. Orphan girl Clara. Yeah. 
it that most importantly, yeah. So she was kept in Betty's younger youngest sister Emily's room. And it is said that the sisters tortured the girl for several years before she was ever discovered. Yeah, these girls decided that they were going to torture this poor little orphan girl, which is horrible. I hate. Well, so let's retract that statement. <laughs> I strongly dislike like middle school like if seven and up little girls <laughs> I this, this just reminds the me worst. of the Salem witch trials. Oh my oh god I hate Honestly, those little girls. Yeah, I'm no. not even gonna I'm not even gonna feel bad about how? that. Those little nine year old girls are the freaking worst. I really don't understand. Like how do these little girls small girls mean. have so much hate people that say what they want about little boys. Girls are mean. They really are, yeah. I know. It's horrible. I was once a little girl. <laughs> And I was honestly pretty nice. Then I got older and then I got mean. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I got picked on by mean little girls. Yeah, that makes sense. That's normally what happens. See? That's how serial killers are invented. <laughs> I'm not a serial True. killer. But that's how actual serial killers are invented. <laughs> I'm glad we, cl- we uh, cleared that up. Yeah, that I'm you're not, not a serial, serial killer. killer. <laughs> I can't keep secrets. Yeah, I would be true, the worst. Seriously. <laughs> I would literally call someone right after it happened and be like, guys, you're not going to believe this. What I just did. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> after uh, Clara came down with either tuberculosis or pneumonia one winter, she passed away. They probably figured out how to give it to her own purpose. Probably, because she was then wrapped in bedsheets and hid away in a closet that was in the makeshift classroom. Bodies decompose. How did this not stink? Well, you see. Uh, Betty presumably stored Clara's body all winter until the ground was no longer frozen. Okay, first of all, Betty sounds like crappy foster mom over here uh, whatever the yeah. heck she is absolutely first off she allowed all these little hateful girls to pick on her fake daughter or whatever she is yeah and I wonder then how much she, okay but also it said tortured didn't i yeah is that what i said you said tortured i don't know how like how much betty knew unless maybe it was too like like maybe it was after they killed her before she was like Oh, and then... Well, I mean, she died of tuberculosis. Oh, well, yeah, that's... My alleged was that they purposely (laughs) figured out a way to give her pneumonia or tuberculosis. I mean... They were like, hey, I dare you to go outside without your shoes on. Let's dump a bucket of water over your head. So, I mean, we really don't know what could have led to that. Little girls are mean. And perhaps Betty really didn't know that they were doing this to her until after it was too late. And then, I feel like that's pretty common. For a loved one to commit yeah. a crime like that and then kind of cover it up for them. I think it's... Yes. Yeah, it happens. There are some unsolved cases out there that I'm... Well, we're not going to go into that because <laughs> I don't want to get sued. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the grave where she was buried is supposedly somewhere beyond the barn on top of the hill. But I'm assuming that they never found her body. And Betty, whose real name is Elizabeth Ann Graham, kept a diary that is now published and kept at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville. It is said that Clara is the most active spirit in the home, especially if given a ball to play with. Oh, 
That's so sad. I know. And like this information came from Betty. That's another thing I don't understand is why throughout this information, she went by Betty and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, but her real name was Elizabeth. Whoa, Elizabeth, Betty. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that just makes sense. The name Betty just makes me think of that stupid Taylor Swift song. <laughs> No offense. If no, you yeah, like that's, that song, what, that's what I was gonna say. But no I do not. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting that like this information came from a diary that is now published at a university. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I wouldn't mind reading that. Well, it's I know, probably I pretty either. boring, other than the whole like little oh girl gosh. part. She's probably just like stitched up some wounds today. <laughs> yeah, taught some little boys school stuff because <laughs> little girls aren't allowed to learn. Oh, that's something else that I thought about, though, while writing this, is why does nobody keep a diary now? Why was it so common back then? Some people still keep diaries. They uh, they tell them to keep diaries on the Bachelorette. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. That's just, like, a weird little fact. They're, like, they, like, give them diaries if they want to like, keep a diary. That's really strange to me. Yeah. Maybe they're, know. like, you know what? A century from now, people are going to look <laughs> back on this. This is going to be history. <laughs> this season's not going to be history. Yeah. It's just going to be frowned upon. <laughs> That's besides the point. They're going to get made fun of in the future. Yeah, for real. But yeah, I agree. I had a diary growing up. It was just a dream diary, though, because uh, I have the world's <laughs> weirdest dreams. Yeah. And now it's True. just in my notes on my phone. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Which is Maybe a safer we just, place yeah. than physical paper. <laughs> e- yeah, I guess so. Can you imagine if a doctor, like a psychologist, read some of the dreams that I've had? You They'd might be, like, be taken to an insane asylum. Yeah, they'll be like, Justin Timberlake, Cotton Candy, <laughs> Pirate Ship. That's my favorite one. What? <laughs> Were you on hallucinogenics when you <laughs> when you uh, dreamed this? I'd be like, nope. I probably just ate beads before I went to sleep that night. My brain's a crazy place. <laughs> so people also claim to have seen a saddened female apparition wearing a wedding dress. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, what is the movie? Is it? Oh, what is the movie with the lady that wears? Is it a black wedding dress with a veil? Mm, oh. Woman in black. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, that's well there's creepy. Woman in Black and then... Uh, Insidious 2, I think. Yes, and then La Lenora, mm. the ghost that steals people's kids. Yeah, I haven't watched that spirit. One. I haven't either. But I know it wears like that big, long... Yes. And then the woman in white who hitchhikes. That's like a pretty popular story. I don't think I've ever heard of that one before. She just wears a nightgown and hitchhikes. <laughs> and when you pick her up, she like disappears out of the back of your car. When you drive so far. Almost like squonk. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's like squonk, but a person. (laughs) That's terrifying. So people also claim to have seen, oh yeah, I just said that. The sad and female apparition. Yeah, again, (laughs) she's often called the lady in veil or weeping bride. Oh, I don't like that either. <laughs> it is said that she may have been waiting for her fiance to come home from the war, but he never made it and she has been waiting for him ever since. Which oh, is very sad. That's I know. It's horrible. 
The room that she is seen in is referred to as the bride's room and is located on the front side of the mansion. Caretakers of the house in the 1990s claim to have seen her a few times in the window and at the bottom of the staircases. Oh, I don't like that. If I, I saw would that, also, I would be terrified. Yeah, I would also not like that very much. Not only is the basement where Martha is said to have been locked up, um, like not only is there evidence of her being locked up there, but it is also where disobedient slaves were kept. There was actually a room dedicated (laughs) specifically for them. That room is called the Shackle Room. And writing was found carved into the wood paneling next to the shackles. Although this is where the disobedient slaves were kept, many people believe that the carvings actually came from Martha. Oh, the wife. Yes. Squire, the mean old man, kept locked up. That is insane. Yeah, I know. And... I actually visited the mansion a few years ago and saw some of the things, like the little writing on the window with her initials beside it. I saw that. And also, it's pretty cool that the ghost hunters visited the mansion, and they have an episode titled Moonshine and Madness that aired in 2012. Hmm. And they caught some pretty interesting things. There was a... I know there was a dollhouse, and I'm not sure if the whole dollhouse moved or if there was something... Like a little figurine in the dollhouse that moved. Makes me think of Bly Manor. Oh, yes. Yep. And then there was also a rocking chair that rocked by itself. I freaking hate. Oh, my God. I hate rocking chairs. I hate them. My grandma had this old (laughs) rocking chair. It was like wicker on the bottom and wicker, like the back was like wicker. Mm -hmm. It looked like one of those old wheelchairs and those are creepy it was in my bedroom growing up and i would just (gasps) stare at it (laughs) it felt like hours i would just be like one day i just moved it into the hall i was like seven i moved it into the hall i was like i'm not doing this rocking chairs really are kind of creepy i hate them not gonna lie i hate them it is a genuine fear of mine. I <laughs> you mean, have I'm, quite a few. I'm not a <laughs> quite a few fears. I but I don't feel like they're. I mean, yeah, okay. I'm afraid of a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of rocking chairs. I'm cows. afraid of yeah cows. I'm afraid Being of buried alive. Oh God. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, mirrors. I hate that. I also hate mirrors. Um, the list goes on. So, that's all the information about the mansion, which, I mean, that is a lot of information for just one plot of land and yeah. one house. Like, that's a lot of evil. When you went there, did you, like, get bad vibes or anything? Um, I personally didn't. I was pretty young. I believe I was, like, 11 or 12 at the time. Mm-hmm. But my sister... <laughs> There were like certain rooms that she would go in and she would be like, I just have a weird feeling about this. And this was like before we found anything out about the house. Yeah. And we actually saw the dollhouse and she was like, this dollhouse, bad vibes. She was like, this is creepy. And then later on, we watched that episode of Ghost Hunters. Uh, and the, honestly, like the same rooms that she had the bad vibes and then in. I am sure that she was, like cried. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. She cried. No, she she didn't know that we were uh, going there until we we pulled up. And because they were having a Civil War reenactment, and my dad's super into that. So we pulled up, and she was like, she's probably going to kill me for telling the story. But um, she was like, 
where are we? And we were like, a Civil War reenactment. And she said, no, where (laughs) are we? Because she saw some signs. Yeah. And she said, is this place haunted? We were like, surprise. And she honestly almost cried in the car. Yeah, I'm sure she didn't handle that well. She did not. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We had so much fun. Yeah, I did. She might not have. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Well, ghosts, man. (laughs) Gotta love them. Fun times. So we definitely need to visit there before too long. Yeah, 100%. I would love to go back. Maybe I'll see a ghost and we'll continue on this journey of me not believing in them. Yeah. Even after what happened in your home? Still no. That was terrifying. Yeah, I figured after that you were going to be like a firm believer. No, then I was like, eh, the wind. (laughs) Shane Madej, is that you? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. This is a new side of Belle that I've never seen before. I want to see one. Mm, You know. Hashtag goals. uh, (laughs) Ghosts. I don't know. I've never really been a believer or a skeptic. But I don't think I want to see one. I feel like that would be very scarring. And I'm not sure I would ever sleep again after that. Yeah, probably. I probably wouldn't either. If I see a ghost on TV, I'm like, the real. On on TV, st- I don't know. Stuff doesn't really bother me. But if I was to actually see one, game over. Well, maybe we'll see a ghost one day. Watch us look. If so, we're not. we'll definitely talk about it. Later. 100%. <laughs> so... Here's hoping that we see one. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. That was another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod and like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash AppalachianMM. You can also email us at AppalachianMM at gmail.com. Thanks for exploring the weird and wild and spooky parts of Appalachia with us.